And uh, your city is Miami, is it? Orlando, Orlando. And he flew in this morning to London. And uh, we're so privileged and proud to have you. First time we've met, but uh, he's got a wonderful ministry of, of evangelism in many, many countries. He's flying from here to Italy and then coming back and then going to Accra, am I correct, for other ministries. So uh, a, a, a true evangelist, man that's really on fire for God. And uh, we, we are privileged and honored to have you with us tonight, brother. God bless you. And Reggie and Angela also from Manchester, also evangelists in that area. And uh, this is a church of evangelists, brother. <laughs> they're on the streets, they're ministering, and uh, we are so uh, privileged to have within our congregation people that are on the streets ministering, and uh, they're just hungry for revival. And we say thank God for that tonight. Our brother, you share something about what you're doing and tell us really what's happening out there. And um, so we can also pray for you and bless you in many ways. Amen. God bless you. Please come forward and minister to us tonight. Good man. <clears throat> Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise him. The anointing is so heavy in this place that I don't know how in the world I'm going to preach tonight. Mm. Mm. You know, revival is, is, is one of the things that I, I love. And uh, I've been promoting revival for 24 years. I started preaching at a very young age, the age of 11. The Lord called me to ministry full time uh, all over the world, 50 plus nations, five continents. In one of those continents, I met my wife, Rebecca, who is from Australia. And so we actually lived there. And uh, I've heard about the Smith Wigglesworth since I was 11 years old. I've read Amen. his books. I know his legacy. I know some things. I'll probably have to ask you many questions this weekend. I hope you don't mind. And I'm sure you're used to it. <laughs> but I believe God is smashing. And listen to this. God is going to smash open the wells of revival in the UK. Amen. He's not going to reopen them. He's going to smash them open. And God showed me while I was on my way here, I had visions and i was kind of in and out in the spirit and i was you know in the back uh worshiping we were having an amazing time i thought i was going to be able to drive you know i was i had my original plan was to rent a car drive from london to to bradford i, I think i was uh being a little bit um optimistic uh, i was not really thinking you know uh, of jet lag and coming, getting off the plane and driving on the other side of the road and, and the road markings and driving in the UK is like driving in a different world, especially driving around the roundabouts. I mean, I lived in Australia, but uh, this is your roundabouts take, take the driving to another level of faith. <laughs> so uh, 
<laughs> I was being too optimistic, to be honest. I was being really optimistic. But I thank God for evangelists, uh, Reggie and Angela. They came to London. They picked me up. We were having an amazing time worshiping, praying. And so I was having in and out visions in the spirit. And, and I saw the map of the UK. And literally, I saw like angels smashing the wells opening, like smashing them open. And, and the Lord then began to show me how this water that had been retained for too long was just being, you know, just uh, splashed everywhere. And the Lord showed me this, uh, like, I, I saw it in the spirit. Uh, I, I had like this vision, a technicolor vision, and I saw like multitudes in different places, different cities, worshiping the name of Jesus. And I yeah. believe the best time is yet to come for the UK. God is awakening the church in the UK. You know, God is awakening the church in the UK and the best days and seasons are yet to come. And so one time, um, thank you, Jesus. Whew. One time I went to this church and uh, it wasn't a church. Well, it used to be a church where uh, Smith Wigglesworth preached in Orange, New South Wales in Australia. And they actually have a pulpit where he preached. They have this antique this pulpit and uh, you know nowadays this big building is a warehouse but um, they keep the pulpit and they they you know people know and obviously the owners of the building know that Smith Wigglesworth you know went to this place he had a big church there in Orange New South Wales there was a big revival when he went to Australia so Smith Wigglesworth is kind of a general uh, he's a general of the faith in Australia he was like the father of the Pentecostal movement and so Australian pastors and leaders, they, they talk about him. And so one thing he said is before Jesus returns, there was going to be a great end times revival. And I'm telling you, we are closer more than ever. God is about to show his glory in a multifaceted, in a, in a powerful way, in a way we have never seen it before. And God is going to use a new generation of people that are going to hold the key for this revival. And you and I are part of it because God has chosen a new generation of people that are hungry and they're going to the next level. Amen. So just let me tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, the Lord has given us a ministry of revival. And we are going to pray for the sick, and God's going to heal a lot of sick people today and tomorrow. Amen? My wife, um, she, she wanted to be here, but we have two little girls. One is uh, four, and the other one is nine, and they're both in the school. Um, and uh, we just had, you know, the big floods. Did you hear about uh, the big hurricane that went through Orlando? Yeah. And uh, four Myers, Naples got basically decimated, uh, a lot of destruction, a lot of flooding. And, and I see this, even though it's tragic and it's, it's, it's obviously the, 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 you know, the images, the pictures, the, the footage is heartbreaking. You know, Florida has always been known as a state of revival. It's always been known as like the baton of revival. Like, you know, you have this... Uh, thumb, you know, out of the whole union, like sticking out. And God has always used Florida for revival in California. So I've been declaring, uh, as is in the natural, let it be in the spiritual. The Florida will be flooded again in the spirit. That's what we've been declaring and prophesying and, and believing God for. And so, so anyway, um, thank you, Reggie. Appreciate that. Um, 
So anyway, um, the Lord has blessed us, you know, with, with our ministry. We've been there in Orlando. Orlando has been known as a city of revival. You know, you have Lakeland, you have uh, other places in Florida that carry revival. That's their DNA. Uh, but I have lived pretty much. <laughs> I can tell you my story and you can go online. You can just look it up. You know, I was the boy preacher for many years. Um, God used me as a boy preacher and uh, originally from Costa Rica, moved to the United States when I was 14. So I am Costa Rican American and an Australian permanent resident and in a heavenly, um, what do you call it? A citizen of heaven. There you go. So to, to, add, to, to make things more complicated, anyway, God is good, amen? amen. So, and, and my wife actually, her dad is from Belfast. And so her family is, is located, some of their family is located in Belfast. So she's got a deep connection, connection with this land, with the UK and Britain. And we're believing God that the, the, the wells of revival in the UK are going to be reopened again. That's what we're believing. That's what we're praying for. That's what we are standing in the gap for. Amen. <clears throat> so I have a word for you tonight. And I want you to open your Bibles in the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 15. I'm going to talk about, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know what I was seeing in the spirit while we were worshiping? I, I saw wheelchairs hanging off the wall. I saw like walking canes. I saw, you know, the churches in the UK have been museums, but they're going to turn into revival hotspots. God is going to fill up those churches that were historical, that were historical in legacy and in revival, but they're about to be changed and they're going to become, uh, they're not going to be museums of revival, they're going to be hot spots of revival. Amen. God is going to turn those churches, and one of these churches is this place that has been set apart and set aside for such a time as this. Because Jesus is coming back soon. And he is preparing an army of saints and worshipers that will go to the next level. They will see the great revival. They will carry this torch of revival. They will be fire carriers. There will be people that will love to spend time with Jesus because it's all about Jesus. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 14. Actually, let, let me uh, read uh, verse 15. Lord, whew, I pray I, I can preach, Lord. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah in Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Don't be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, says the Lord, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them, and they will be climbing out by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jerel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions. Now, I want you to highlight this. I want you to really highlight this. Take up your positions, says the Lord. Stand firm. And see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Don't be afraid and don't be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow 
and the Lord will be with you. In verse 18, Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. Whew. That's the key for revival, worship. So tonight I'm going to talk about becoming a worshiper. Heaven is filled with a sound. God created the planets and the earth. You know, he created the constellations in the universe and the stars and all there is out there. And every planet has a sound. Every star has a sound. Even planet earth has a sound. I was listening to this great preacher and uh, he was talking about the sounds of the stars. And, uh, you know, there's technology, actually, that there's a way to listen, to hear, you know, the sounds of the planets, even though it sounds absolutely mind-blowing. And I heard uh, this preacher playing some of the sounds from the pulpit uh, using his iPad. And, 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 you know, he has, like, people that are really professional mixers and all of that. And, they, you know, they were able to get this, the sound, don't ask me how, but this guy, he, he was preaching at, a, at this mega conference, and he was talking about the sounds of the planets, and the sounds of the whales, and the sounds of uh, different animals, when the Bible says, and the birds sing, and, and the stars sing, and, 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 you know, David was not hallucinating. David was having an encounter with God, and he was literally being taken up in the second and the third realm of the spirit, and he was listening to things that you and I will never be able to hear or understand unless we walk in the Spirit. So when David was saying in the book of Psalms that the planets worship, the planets have a sound, the stars have a sound. He wasn't just talking about it for the sake of talking about it. He was talking about it because he saw it, number one. He heard it, number two. He was transported in the Spirit and he witnessed and that's why he described that in detail, and he said, the stars worship, because the stars have a sound. <laughs> and when you hear that, it is mind-blowing, the sounds of the planets and the constellations. And the, and the, it is mind-blowing, and the, the sound of the whale, but when you get to hear that sound, it's like a shofar. So when the whales are swimming and, you know, in the ocean, they're actually blowing that sound like, like a shofar. They sound like shofars. And so he began to play those sounds, and my room was filled with the presence of God. And the Lord spoke to me about the sound of heaven. And the sound of heaven is what we bring down to earth through our worship. That is why it is so important to become worshipers in spirit and truth. Because the Bible says that the Father is seeking for worshipers in spirit and truth. Not people that know how to play songs, but people that know how to bring the sound of heaven to earth. See, I've done a lot of crusades over many, many years. And I can tell you one thing. The number one place where people get healed is during the worship. Because the worship is the place where God is going to disarm you. He's going to get rid of your doubt and your anxiety and your fear. He's going to deal with you. He's going to touch you. He's going to deal, deal with you to the very core of your soul. And he's going to drill and he's going to deal deep and he's going to speak to you in an intimate way. That's why God loves worship. 
We don't sing for the sake, for the sake of just standing and worshiping. We, we sing because God loves worship. And when you go to heaven, when you go to heaven, and I'm sure some of you have been to heaven in the spirit and in the supernatural, you know, you have access to heaven. You know, the Bible says, uh, let thy will be done, thy kingdom come, as it is in heaven, so let it be done here on earth. God wants you to have this um, heavenly communication where you can go back and forth and you can bring down the templates of heaven to earth and you can see the miracles. See, when Jesus saw the miracles his father did and then he woke up the next morning. He did them. Hello. So that's profound. Because Jesus had to spend time seeing the miracles that his father was doing. And even though he was a son of God, I want you to get this. Even though he was God himself, he was Yeshua, he was the Messiah, he needed to spend time with the father. And I don't get it when Christians say, well, I don't have time to pray. Well, if Jesus had time to pray, you better pray. Hello? I don't get it when Christians say, well, I don't have time to worship. If Jesus knew how to worship, you better worship. Because Jesus is our role model. And if we want to have revival, we need to have Jesus in our services. We need to have Jesus in our church. We need to have the presence of Jesus. Everything has to be filled with the presence, the very presence of God. This is not about a personality. This is not about a charisma. This is not about a ministry. This is not about a name. This is not about a reputation. This is not about a trajectory. This is about Jesus. The next move of God is going to be built around the personality of Jesus. Because Jesus is coming back. And he wants to get the attention of the church. And he wants to purify the church. And he wants to renew the church. That's why we went through COVID. COVID was almost like a spiritual pause. So the church could re-examine themselves. And, and realize how poorly we were worshiping. And how much we had fallen. And the things we were doing. And we were mediocre. And we were almost like the Laodicea church. And yet God had to wake us up and that's why now we are ready to step out and see the greatest harvest in this planet come on we are ready to see the harvest are you with me but we need to become worshipers in spirit and truth Lay down our ego, lay down ourselves, lay down our flesh, lay down everything. You know, when you bow down, when you worship, see, Jehoshaphat knew the power of worship because he heard a word from the Lord. He knew the Lord was going to fight the battle. God said, this is not your battle. And I hear, I, I'm here tonight to remind you that your battle is not yours. Your battle is the Lord's. And God is going to fight that battle. No matter how difficult it is. See, I had cancer when I was eight years old. God healed me of a deadly cancer. The doctors gave up on me. They gave me one year to live. But then I began to pray. And I began to you know, confess the word of God. And I began to worship. And I, I, I would lock myself in a room and pray and pray. And ask the Lord, you know, you're the creator of all the things, the planets, the constellations. You can heal me. I'm pretty sure you can heal me. So I would 
like pray for hours and hours and hours and just ask the Lord, heal me, heal me. And one day I got a prophetic word. And this minister said, I'm going to do something in your life that is going to be a testimony to the whole world. I haven't been to the whole world. I've been to 52 nations. But I'm, I'm going there. <laughs> if, I, if I keep up at the same rate, if I keep up at the same pace and at the same speed I'm doing right now, I think I'll probably get to 100 nations in about five years. Because God is opening so many doors. It's incredible what we are seeing right now. The nations are ready for revival. The nations, and I'm not saying this arrogantly. I'm not saying this with pride. I'm saying this with a lot of humility before the Lord and telling you, you need to get your heart ready because the great awakening is upon us. I'm going to say that again. I like that phrase. I'm going to say it again. The great awakening, the third great awakening is upon us. Come on. I'm going to say that again. The third great awakening is upon us. Come on. You've you got to release that sound. you got to say it and believe it and, and, and embrace the word and say, Lord, I'm ready. The third great awakening is upon the church. It's here. The UK the church in the UK is about to experience a third great awakening. And God is more interested right now, more than ever, to reopen the ancient wells. The UK is an ancient well. Canada. The United States. South Africa. Australia. All the places where the gospel was preached with great power, boldness, signs, and wonders, and there was great revival during the Second Great Awakening, those places are coming back to the heart of worship. Those places are coming back to the heart of revival. Those places, and the UK is one of them. God has pointed the UK, He has appointed the UK as a end times Revival hot spot. And he is raising up a generation of believers that are not going to be fickle. They're not going to be lame. They're not going to be spiritually blind. They're not going to be lukewarm. They're not going to be half-hearted. They're not going to be they're, they're not going to be lukewarm. They're going to be on fire. They're going to be worshipers. They're going to saturate the city of Bradford with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I remember when when, when the Lord gave me a word. The Lord gave me a word and he said, I I'm going to heal you. And your testimony is going to be known around the world. And I received that word and I went to see the doctor. My parents took me to see the doctor and they did an x-ray. And, and the doctor, I remember he came out of his office. He had this huge crucifix. You know, he was a, a hardcore Catholic. And he was a big doctor, big guy. He came out of the office and he said... He said to my parents, I need to tell you something. It's really good news. Come, come inside my office. So we went inside his office and he pointed at the, you know, at the x-ray. You know, he had like the screen where he could put the x-ray on and he turned the screen on and he was able to point at the x-ray. He said, look, 
I need to tell you this. I don't understand what happened here. I'm not sure if this was a mistake or if this was a, a medical, uh, you know, maybe the machine malfunction. We don't know, but I'm, I'm telling you, I've been in this hospital for 20 plus years and I've never seen a miracle like this one. And he pointed at my lungs and he said, there is no trace of cancer. There's no trace of nothing. The Lord healed me. God is a healing God. Worship is the key for your miracle. Worship is, is the key for revival. Worship is the key for you to bring your giants down. Worship is the key for your breakthrough. Worship is the key so that if you want to live in a state of revival, you need to become a worshiper. Because God loves worship. And the enemy knows that. And he was good at it. You know, he was the... the he was the, um, the one, the leader, you know, the one leading the orchestra. You know, he was the one, the, the, the leader, the top, you know, worshiper. And he was kicked out of heaven because his heart was filled with pride and arrogance. But the enemy knows this. The enemy knows the power of worship. And that's why he has distorted music. And that's why he has turned music against uh, God. And, 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 you know, he, he has really destroyed music. Music has become either an instrument of wickedness or it can be an instrument where you can really get something out of it. You can get inspiration, peace. You can find something out of music. So that's why the enemy hates when you stand before the presence of God and you worship. And the enemy is going to throw distractions at you. The enemy is going to throw curveballs at you. The enemy is going to come against you because the most powerful place for a believer to be standing is when you are worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. When you are worshiping the King of Kings, literally, I'm telling you, you have the power hallelujah, to shake places here on earth and you have the power to open the heavens and see miracles because God loves worship. I'm going to say it again. God loves worship. The question I'm going to ask you tonight is, are you a worshiper? You may, you may think, well, do you mean like, do I like to sing worship? No, are you a worshiper? No. If I go to church and sing the hymns or the worship songs. No, no. I'm asking, are you a worshiper? Because a worshiper is a lifestyle. Number one. Number two, a worshiper is a person that has adopted a culture. And that is the culture of the kingdom. By becoming a worshiper, you are open to the spirit in the spirit of God. And when you become a worshiper, you are worshiping 24-7. You don't care if you are driving somewhere. You can be worshiping God and be praying in the spirit and worshiping in the spirit. The best place to worship is when you go around those roundabouts. Hallelujah. Come on. Isn't it? Yeah. Just pay attention, obviously. 
But the best place to worship is, is when you're doing mundane things. When you are walking you know, out in this world, going out and about your business, God wants your attention. And he's going to get your attention by using insignificant things. And he's going to get your attention because when you walk in the spirit, you will be able to walk out of the heavenly places and see the heavenly manifestations following you. I'm going to say that again. When you walk in the Spirit, you'll be able to walk out of the heavenly places and you'll be able to see heavenly manifestations. Therefore, you are a carrier of heaven. Come on. Come on, somebody. Praise God. You are a carrier of heaven. That means, what does that mean? That means I can change. I can shift the atmosphere. If I go into a place that is riddled with fear and, and panic, if I begin to worship in my spirit, I can change the atmosphere. I can change the narrative. I can change. I can change what's around me because I have the power of the Spirit of God in me to change change the circumstances and no matter how high those mountains are before me I know the Lord is going to flatten those mountains and I'll be able to walk in the spirit and I'll be able to see miracles with my own eyes are you right? are you on your own? I have on my own yeah. the one Lord says this place is, is going to be called a house miracles are going to happen here like on a, on a daily basis this is an ancient well and if you don't know the heritage of this place if you don't know the heritage of smith wigglesworth you need to embrace that because you need to get really used to god moving in a supernatural way and interrupting your church ideas throw those out of the way because God is going to do something that is unusual, extraordinary. It's going to be out of the norm. It's going to be supernatural. And it's going to be led by the Holy Spirit. And only those that are, that are being led by the Holy Spirit, only those that are worshipers, only those that are walking in the Spirit will be able to understand the things of the Spirit. That's why Jehoshaphat, when he bowed down and he worshipped, immediately the heavens opened and the Lord sent his angels and the Lord confused the enemies in the other camp. Yes. Remember what happened? I have one here. The enemies heard a noise and they thought that there was a great army coming against them. So they, were, they, they were panicking. You know, they thought, my goodness, there's an army coming against us. And they got, the, the, the Bible says that a spirit of confusion fell on them. And they were confused. Uh, and they were, you know, panicking. And, and then the Lord gave victory to Israel because they decided to wait and worship. Worshiping is a place of waiting. What's your name? I'm going to say that again. Worship is a place of waiting. And sometimes we don't want to wait upon God because we want to see the miracles now. We think that God is a microwave God and we can just stick the miracle in the microwave and get it out in 30 seconds. No, we need to go through the process. 
God is not going to take forever, but he is going to take his time because he walks in his sovereign will. God has a power of discretion, and he does what he want to do. So we can't really force or twist the arm of God, but one thing we can do is obey and worship. And when we worship and wait upon God, the Lord is going to bring the spirit and the anointing and the power and the glory and everything that you've been dreaming and praying for is going to be realigned in your life. Worship. Say with me, worship is the key to the heavenly places. Say with me, worship is the key to the heart of God. Worship is the key for my breakthrough. Worship is the key for the supernatural. Worship is the key for miracles. Worship is the key to access the heavenly places. Are you ready? Are you ready? You know why Catherine Coleman and all of these great preachers spent hours worshiping? Because they, they knew the power of worship. Not because they wanted to have a show. I know some Christians criticized them and they thought that they were too showy. Oh, those evangelists, those the, you know, TV evangelists, they just like to put on a show and they just sing for hours and hours and hours and they just carry on like, like you know, like they're playing or like they're leading an orchestra, like they're really doing something. Like it's, it's almost like a show. Now, what you have to understand is when you get to heaven, you are going to be surrounded by worship. Everywhere we go, every square inch in heaven is saturated by worship. The sounds of heaven have worship all over them. So when you get to heaven, and see, this is the beauty of Jesus, that he would rather listen to us, and this is what the Bible says, that he will rather listen to us. See, he's got an amazing orchestra. He's got an amazing team. He's got all the angels. He's got the 24 elders, you know, casting their crowns and worshiping the Lord 24-7, saying, holy, holy, holy is the one who came, who is, and who is to come, right? He's got an amazing orchestra. They're all worshiping holy, holy, holy. But when somebody in Bradford is hungry and ready and willing and they begin to worship, the Lord goes, Shh. Yes. Northern Street. Yes. We're at the very end, the blow at door. Oh, my daughter. Where go to church? Why church? Oh, I know it. I've been there so many times. Yeah, it's, um, oh, bless you. And I call him the fridge. Can you believe that the God would shoot heaven? So that he okay, what happened is that happened? I got to oh. The air God would quiet heaven. I mean, he's got the best <laughs> instruments. You have to understand. He's got the best, the best orchestra, the best symphony. You, I mean, you, you've got to understand. He's got the best musicians, the best worship leaders. The best angels worshiping and playing the best, the most amazing instruments in heaven. Yet he will rather quiet everything down. Listen to Pastor Bobby worshiping. Come on. 
because he wants to listen to your worship because your worship is it's got a blueprint and that blueprint is the blood of jesus so every time you are worshiping him you are reminding him of the covenant he made with you yes because the worship oh come on this this is going deep jesus when he died on the cross he offered himself as an offering of worship as an offering as a sacrifice remember he he, he basically he finished he basically consumed a, you know, a season, an era in history, and he then began another era. And, and he, you know, that's why we walk in the new covenant. That's why we walk in this new covenant and we have access into the presence of God because Jesus, the savior, hallelujah, of humankind, he died on the cross. He shed his blood so that you can now worship the father and you don't have to wait for a whole year to bring a sacrifice before the presence of God. You can go into the presence of God 24 seven. The moment you open your mouth and you begin to worship then you are reminding heaven i am i am redeemed how many of you are redeemed come on how many of you are redeemed you are reminding heaven i am redeemed yes yes and jesus is looking at you and you and you but the church has to go back to worshiping in the spirit that's why when you when you guys were worshiping in the spirit because we are so accustomed to worship with lyrics and songs and see see we, we like to go back to what we know the familiar let me tell you something one of the worst enemies of the anointing is the familiar can i say that again when you become familiar with the anointing, uh, that's one of the enemies of the anointing. And therefore, if you become familiar with the anointing, you don't respect the anointing, and you don't have a sense of awe for the anointing, then you are dishonoring the anointing. And when you dishonor the anointing, you're dishonoring the gift of God, you're dishonoring the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the giver of the anointing. Every Sunday at 10 in the morning. The oh, Holy yeah. Spirit is bringing yes. the, the essence of God, the essence of heaven. That's why Jesus said, I must leave so that I can leave you with the comforter, the Holy Spirit. He will be with you all that time until the end. That's why we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of God. And we are worshipers in a spirit and truth. Because when we understand this. Well, no, I'm working today as well. When we understand this. Then we can see signs and wonders. Then we can walk in the reality of heaven. Then we become carriers of heaven. Because we are worshipers. Because it is part of our DNA. Because wherever we go, even if we are facing fear, then we begin to worship. 
Even if we are facing sickness, or am I El Shaddai, El Shaddai? Come on. There's a song in us. When we are facing financial crisis, Jehovah Jireh is our provider. When we are facing fear and sickness, then we begin to, to worship. God is the, the healeth thee. So then when we know who God is, His attributes, His personality, and we honor the Holy Spirit and honor His glory. Then we will become open vessels for the anointing. One of the things I've known in, in, in all these years of ministry is that God loves worship. And when you worship, you will have heaven's seal. When you worship, you will have heaven's anointing. And some people like to go back and do the old song, the, 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 the same songs and the old songs. God is not really interested in you going back to something that was good for a time and a season. He wants you to worship in the spirit. Because when you worship in the spirit, you bring the revelation of who he is. And lastly, the church must transition from worshiping unto the need to worshiping unto God. Because we were, we've been worshiping the need. How broken I am. Jesus, I need you. Heal me. Touch me. Set me free. Those are good songs. But God wants worship that comes out of a place of brokenness and is unto Him. You are worthy. You are holy. Psalm 119, Psalm 23, Psalm 91. When you worship unto Him, you will know the power of worship. When you worship unto Him, when it's not about you, it's not about your need, it's not about your brokenness, it's not about your sickness, it's not about your pain, it's not about, oh, this worship makes me feel good. Oh, I feel good. Worship is not about you. And that's where a lot of worship bands got it wrong. That's where a lot of worship teams got it wrong. That's where a lot of worshipers got it wrong. And they became to write songs that were about us. Made us feel good. Worship is not about us. It's about Him. That's why you have some songs that have never lost the anointing, even though they have been written for 200 years. They have never lost the anointing, and I can quote those songs. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. And I exalt Thee, O Lord, I exalt Thee, I exalt Thee, I exalt Thee. 
The greatest miracles happen when we worship it. I want you to worship it. Come on, just worship. Jehoshaphat bowed down. Even in the midst of danger and threat, Jehoshaphat bowed down and he worshiped the Lord. And I'm going to call the worship team. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Come on, begin to worship the Lord. Begin to worship the Lord. Yamaso kotoro mono Yeshua, Yemasoromo, Keteremendorobo. Your name is like honey. Oh,
tonight if you want to touch from heaven if you want to touch from the Lord if you want a word from the Lord I'm gonna ask you to step out and just jump in the river I'm gonna ask you to come forward and come before his presence I'm gonna ask you to go deep <clears throat> I'm reminded of that word in Ezekiel where people where the Lord showed the depth of the temple remember that vision where the waters were running and there was a river and the Lord measured a thousand cubits and people would you know in the vision this this guy went up to his ankles and then he kept going and the water reached his knees and then he kept going and the water reached his waist and then he kept going and the water was so deep that he couldn't stand anymore but he had to swim in the presence and that's what is going to happen tonight oh, So if you want a touch of Jesus, come forward. Jesus. If you want a touch of Jesus, come forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Come, 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 come. There is revival in this place. Your name is my honey. Come, 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 come. And I want you to spread out all over this altar. I want you to spread out because there is honey. There is honey that is flowing out of this place. And the anointing is going to bring healing. I see a pile of bills and I see the Lord touching those bills 
and I see the Lord giving you a financial breakthrough. You've been praying about it. You've been asking the Lord, how am I going to handle the bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And you've been really concerned and you've been really worried. But God says, I'm your provider. I'm your provider, my daughter. You need to depend on me. For I brought you out of a world of darkness. And I carried you by your right hand. And I brought you into my kingdom. You have been sealed with my glory ever since I called you ever since you were in your mother's womb I placed my finger on you and I gave you a mandate for the Lord says I have anointed you for such a time as this <laughs> whoa shit whoa Come on, just begin to worship. Yeshua, The Lord has been accelerating the process. The Lord has been turning things around. The Lord has been moving you in a different direction. Even though you have faced some opposition and you've been slammed by different circumstances and you've been standing and trying to, you know, quench the darts of the enemy and it's been one thing after another and it's been like after after a season of great trials. But the Lord says tonight that he has anointed you and he's giving you a message of restoration and you're going to restore you're going to restore many broken men because you came out of that place of brokenness the Lord gave you a message to restore the broken man and the anointing is in you for such a time as this let him go Come on, pray in the spirit. Come on, pray in the spirit. Whoa! The Lord says, I am flicking the pages. I'm, 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 I'm changing the scenery. I'm changing the narrative. I'm changing what you have seen and what you have known and what you have heard and what you have been through. The Lord says, I'm sifting. I'm sifting. And I want you to know, my daughter, that I'm sifting things in your life. But I am depositing my oil. I am depositing my glory. And I'm releasing 
blessing you for such a time as this. You carry a message of fire. You carry a message of fire. You are a fire carrier. And I see you with a fire torch. And I see you igniting different towns and going to different places. And I see you as a fire igniter. And I see the Spirit of God hovering and the Spirit of God coming upon you like a rushing fire. Jesus. The Lord says, I've been preparing you for such a time as this. And I've been depositing and I've been instructing you and I've been moving you in a different direction. The Lord says, I am, a, I am a swinging things around. Like I'm, the, I see the Lord turning the wheel around. And I see a change coming. I see a new chapter coming. I see that you've been battling and you've been fighting through some strong battles. But the Lord says, you are a warrior. You are a Deborah. That's your anointing. That's your calling. You are a prophetic warrior, but you're also in the in the creative world. And I see the anointing of creativity. And I see a mantle of creativity on your shoulders. And I see a mantle of different colors. And you've been neglected at times. And you've been misunderstood at times. And you've been misread at times. But the Lord said, I have a, a mantle on you. I have an anointing on you. And I am releasing you to do this work in the kingdom uh, to bring and raise a generation of creative people that will have a heart uh, for worship uh, that will have a heart for worship uh, I have uh, I have been speaking to you and I've been drilling into your heart uh, and I've been doing something uh, that you have not quite known uh, for some time but I am releasing you I am releasing you and this is a new season uh, where I'm going to speed up the process I'm gonna speed out the process and I'm gonna do it the Lord says I'm gonna do it whoa fire so come on begin to pray in the spirit come on begin to pray in the spirit 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 whoa Now let's sing in the spirit. Shendra Maya Sotoro Yenamando Robo Sheketere Yemaso. One hundred years ago. Miracles were happening in this place. 
And now miracles are going to happen again and again and again and again. So Someone's shoulder, the Lord is showing me how the fire of God is drilling like a hole and the Lord is touching your shoulder and the Lord is putting your shoulder back in place. Oh, El Shaddai. The Lord is showing me someone's leg. The, the fire and the anointing is coming around you. And the Lord is touching your leg and the fire is coming like a rushing, like a rushing force. And the Spirit of God is healing your leg. The anointing is coming, 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 and touching every tendon, every bone, every part of your leg. The Spirit of God is touching it right now. Receive your healing. So. El Shaddai. Oh, El Shaddai. The Lord says it, it is time to dig a well. I have given you a well. And I've given you the responsibility and the key. And I've given you the, 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 the weapon. I've given you the, the tools. And I need you to smash that well open. Because I'm going to use you to smash that well open. And I see in the Spirit, the Lord is taking you to that place. And you're going to dig that well very deep. And I see a river of mighty living water coming out of that well. And it is a small town where the Lord has given you a burden and the Lord has given you a vision for something that's going to happen out of this small town I don't know where it is brother but I know it's not too far from here and I know the Lord has given you the fire torch and you are going to ignite that place there is a lot of broken people around this town there is a lot of people that have the deep 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 needs and the Lord is going to use you to break that well open and something is going to happen because you are a teacher, a teacher of the word. And God's going to use you. 
God is healing your heart. He's bringing you to a place of accepting who you are and accepting your identity and your strength and accepting your authority and your mandate, your ministry. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, come on, come on, raise your hands. The very presence of Jesus. The very presence of Jesus. The very presence of Jesus. You have a powerful testimony. The Lord says you are not forsaken. You are not alone. The Lord says that there have been times where the enemy has lied over and over and over. And he has made you feel small and insignificant. You have a, you have a journey. And I see in this journey there has been a lot of pain and, and, and a lot of wounds and a lot of stuff. The Lord has been dealing with you for many, many years. But now he's giving you a powerful testimony that is like a shield. When you go out there, you have a shield you are not unarmed you are not disarmed the Lord has given you the power and the authority to fight against the evil schemes of the enemy and the Lord says I have anointed you for such a time as this and I'm gonna use you to bring healing upon other women young women that are that are vulnerable that are broken that are lonely that have gone through the same things you went through but I'm with you the Lord says and I'm bringing healing I'm bringing healing to your heart I'm bringing healing let her go Whoa, fire whoa whoa your hands in Jesus oh, oh, Jesus I see a mantle of, 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 of authority I see a mantle of many colors I see the Lord has given you a mantle you are in some kind of leadership I see the Lord has anointed you for such a time as this and I see the Lord breaking a jar of oil and I see the Lord renewing your oil and I see the Lord giving you a new oil giving you a new revelation giving you a new word giving you a new fire you've been feeling quite frustrated you've been feeling quite disappointed you've been feeling like Lord what's going on what am I lacking what am I lacking but 
God is refueling the fire. He is refueling the fire. And I see like an ambush experience. The Lord is giving you this like, uh, 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 actually it is a bush experience. The fire, oh, the fire is like coming up and down. And it's feeling you. And it's anointing you. And the power of God is coming now. Oh, fire. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, 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 Jesus. Come on, begin to pray in the Spirit. Yeah, my soul, oh, oh. holding a stick and every time you hold that up I see the river I see the Jordan River parting I see that the, the, there is like the, the, this anointing to split the waters and I see there's an anointing of the of the supernatural and I see there is an acceleration and there is a purpose and there is an anointing upon your life and the Lord is accelerating your time and the Lord is accelerating the clock and I see the Lord the Lord is really investing in you the Lord is investing in you and I see that you are having eye like visions with open eyes I see that you're having visions and I see the Lord just coming to your room and just filling the atmosphere the Lord says you are my warrior you're my end times warrior you're my end times warrior and I want you to know God you are my end times warrior and I'm going to split the river I'm going to split the water I'm going to do miracles when you pray for the sick you have a healing anointing and you're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed you have an anointing of healing and I see oil coming out of your hands and I see that oil that fresh oil you've been exposed to revival you know revival you know revival for a long time from a long time ago you have the revival DNA in you and the Lord says that revival DNA is gonna shine again it's gonna shine again Again. It's going to shine again. I am crowning you for such a time as this. Oh, 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 oh Jesus. Come on, begin to pray in the Spirit, Jesus. worshiper you have been ministering and anointing that God is developing that God is anointing that God is sharpening 
It's like God has given you a sword and he's been sharpening that sword and he's bringing you out of this place of fear. He's bringing you out of this place of uh, insignificance. He's bringing you out of this place of uh, not believing in yourself, uh, not believing what you carry, not like, like you've been putting yourself down for too long. But God says you are anointed. You are anointed for such a time as this. There is a prophetic song in you. There is an anointing in you. And you carry it. Oh, 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 Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I see the fire like a swirl of fire like a tunnel of fire and it's coming down and it's, it's touching your head and it's going and traveling through your body and the Lord says the breakthrough that you've been praying for the miracle that you've been asking me what you've been wanting what you've been asking for is about to be delivered it's about to be given to you because you've been praying and asking you've been knocking and you've been thanking and you have haven't uh, been complaining uh, but you have been thanking me for the miracle is about to be manifested uh, because I am the God that healeth thee Jesus <sighs> oh, 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 oh Jesus Jesus come on begin to pray in the Oh, oh, Jesus, come on, come on, sing his name, come on, worship his name. fresh revelation and when you speak you're going to see things being in the spirit you're going to see the Lord realigning things you're going to see the angels fighting you have this anointing this prophetic anointing this prophetic seal when you release the words the words are going to create miracles they're going to they're going to ordain things because in the spirit the Lord is upgrading your anointing and taking your anointing to a whole new level. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, pray in the Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Fear not. Fear not, for I'm with you. Fear not, for I'm going before you. Fear not for your enemies are going to be slain. Fear not for I'm going to give you the victory. Fear not because the victory is yours. 
this. Fear not because I have anointed you for such a time as this. Fear not for I'm with you. Be encouraged. Be encouraged for my spirit and my anointing is resting upon you for such a time as this. For you carry a message. For you carry an anointing when you go out and you preach and you share the anointing of transformation and the anointing the new wine the new wine come on praise him oh Jesus I see you going deep I see you going deep and I see you digging this well there is a well inside of you there is an anointing that is about to be discovered it's a new chapter of your book it's a new chapter of your book the Lord has given you a new chapter and you're gonna write a new chapter and it's gonna be filled with his glory and wherever you go you're gonna be an ambassador of that which you represent of that which you speak of of that which you have been believing for Come on, pray in the spirit. Come on, pray in the spirit. I want you to raise your hands, brother. The Lord has been preparing you. He's been showing you things. He's been dealing with your heart. He's been breaking some things. You may not understand the process that you're going through. It's been difficult. It's been hard. But the Lord wants to take your, your, He wants to take you from here to your heart. And I want you to look at me. Look at me. He wants you to take from here the unbelief. And he wants to like fill your heart with fire. Because sometimes your mind gets in the way. And when the Lord is about to do something in your life, when he's about to show you his glory, when he's about to do a miracle, when he's about to surprise you, when he's about to turn something around, then your mind gets in the way. And that has been a scheme of the enemy for a long time. But we break that off you, my brother. We break that off you right now. And we pray that the fire and the anointing of revival that you carry will be transferred to others and it will increase increase fire you are an evangelist oh, you are an evangelist in the marketplace spirit of God I just pray for healing Praying the spirit, praying the spirit.
Jesus. Lord, I pray that all inflammation will go away. I pray that you touch her ankle, Father, and heal her in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that her leg will be healed and she will be pain-free in the mighty name of Jesus. No more. I pray that this injury will be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. All pain be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. All pain be gone in the mighty name of Jesus. Sokotoma, Yema Sotoromo Setelebe, Yema Sotoromo Setelebe, Yema Sotoromo, come on, Sorobo Seketelebe, Yema Sotoromo Setelebe, Come on, stand before his presence. Oh, 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 Jesus. You're going to be crowned. And, and the Lord is going to take you to a new level. Your prophecy is going to go deep and deeper. The Lord says, I have given you a prophetic mantle and a prophetic anointing. You have a prophetic crown, and I'm anointing you for such a time as this. I'm giving you a word, and that word must be released, and it is the sound of heaven, and you are going to step on the enemy's toes, and he will not stop you. He will not stop you, for you have an anointing to bring restoration through your counseling. There is a gift of counseling. You're going to like restore and bring people together. You have like this anointing to counsel, to speak, to, to love on people, to, to, to lead people. Like there's this anointing upon you. Jesus. I want you to do this, my sister. Oh. What's going on? It's good. There's no pain. It's good. Bring me her walking stick. Come on, give God the glory. <laughs> Come on, do this, my sister. for Jesus you can hang this on the wall you're gonna put it on the wall the churches in the UK are going to become places of healing where they're going to hang wheelchairs and walking canes all over all over the place
Jesus. Oh, oh, come on. Praying the Spirit. Praying the Spirit. Oh, fire. Praying the Spirit, Shannon. Oh, oh. Anybody with a broken or an injury, if you have an injury on your shoulder, or you have an injury of, of, of whatever, whatever kind of injury. Come forward. Come over here, brother. Over here. The Lord says you are a Caleb in the in the camp. The Lord says I have anointed you like a like the Lord has given you the anointing of Caleb. You are not afraid of scouting the land. You are not afraid. In fact, you have done a lot of long trips and you've been driving everywhere and praying for revival, right? You've been praying, praying for revival and you've been like anointing places. You love to do like a strategic warfare, don't you? Don't you like to do that, right? The Lord is showing me. Like you, you go to places and you put an oil and you anoint those places and you like you bring the kingdom of, of light and you bring the glory and revival. You are a prophetic warrior come on pray in the spirit shoka tada the fire oh, oh. no more in the name of Jesus you are healed my brother in the name of Jesus touch them Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus we take authority over this pain over this injury and we say no more in the name of Jesus come on pray with me no more no more in the name of Jesus come on move it Jesus come on come on pray in the Spirit. Oh, oh, Jesus. What's going on? What? It's been, it's been injury for a very long time. And it comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. But it's been really damaged in, in my early days heavyweights playing cricket and this keeps coming back you were a cricket player and you had to use that shoulder that arm a lot yes and heavyweights and heavyweights yeah you're gonna be a heavyweight lifter in the name of jesus for the kingdom come on come on you are the lord is showing me you are a soldier you are not just a soldier, but the Lord is preparing you to be more than a soldier. You're, you're going to be like in the top ranks, fighting some battles here in the spirit. That's why the Lord has given you the experience in the background, and you're going to knock some demons out. In Jesus' name. Now do it again. Oh, Jesus, what's going on? 
better. Better. No pain. It's going. It's leaving. Father, in the name of Jesus, bring all the pain down and let it disappear and let it be gone in the name of Jesus. Do it again, brother. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Okay, it was very tight. Now it's loosening up. And a thumping pain here all morning, all day. And I was difficulty sleep as well. Now it's loosened up. Praise God. Come on, give glory to Jesus. I want to I find out what happened with this brother. Whoa, oh, 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 Jesus. There's a mantle of the shalom peace of God, the anointing that is resting upon your shoulders. And, and, and you have an anointing to, to raise people up. You have an anointing to, to groom people in the spirit, to talk to them, to teach them, to walk them through the journey, to help them. You have the patience and you have the love uh, to really spend time with people you are a you are in this sense you you have a heart for people and that's what the lord is showing me right now and the lord is placing another mantle the lord is removing the mantle you had and the lord is giving you a brand new mantle and that mantle is going to bring you to a greater level of authority come on pray in the spirit because you were struggling you were battling through some things you were bounced like that there was this battle there was this battle but now the lord is giving you the victory and the lord is speeding things up and the lord is moving and he is moving his hand and there is a miracle that you have been expecting and god is about to give it to you Whoa. What happened to you? Yeah. What 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 was the injury? Yeah. You had a shoulder injury. Yeah, I have a shoulder injury. You you came out to this pulpit with a shoulder injury. Yeah. What happened? Well I was worshiping God before that, so I don't know. But I just know that God's going to heal. Come on, do it. What you could do. I, I can move it all. You can move it all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No pain? No, I've had injection after injection. And yeah. I've had pain tonight. No. Father, we pray that. Did you say you had an injection? You have no pain now. But did you have it constantly? On and off? Two weeks has been aching. Aching and really bad. Yeah, yeah. Father, I pray that this pain will never come back in the name of Jesus. That this injury has been healed now in the name of Jesus. Whoa! Touch him, Lord. Come on, pray in the Spirit. Whoa! Oh! 
are revival chasers. You are God chasers. God has given you a heart to see the supernatural. You've been seeking the supernatural. You've been attracted, you've been drawn to the supernatural for a long time. Even before you came to the Lord, there was this hunger and this longing for the supernatural. You did a lot of things in the world that were supernaturally driven and you were like really heavily invested in the supernatural. And a lot of things that you were doing were, you know, really trying to get you off track. But then the Lord redeemed you and he brought you out and he, he set you free. And now he's giving you a ministry of the supernatural. And now you're going to release this anointing because you know there is seekers out there. You know there is people in the new age, in the new age world. You know there is people in that kind of world that you're going to be able to testify and you'll be able to preach the gospel to them. Because you know the light, you know the truth now. You know the power that is in Jesus. And the Lord has given you, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, the Lord has given you an anointing that is quite unique and is powerful. But I also see this anointing this love for the little ones uh, like you you have this anointing uh, to teach and uh, and love on the little ones uh, and God has given you a ministry for children uh, and, and and that is going to keep developing uh, it's God is going to take it to a new place uh, and it's going to be amazing and I want you to pray for her now is turning things around I see an open heaven I see a miracle I see the Lord moving the mountains I see the Lord doing what you thought was impossible but God says it is possible and, and the Lord is moving his finger and writing on the wall and there is a writing on the wall for you and your family there's an anointing there is an anointing to point to a point in time and a season and you're about to walk into that season where God is going to show you his glory and this season is going to bring the deliverance it's going to bring breakthrough it's going to bring abundance it's going to bring every resource and everything that has been held back the Lord is going to release it again oh come on pray in the spirit I just see the Lord baptizing you with an anointing uh, that you haven't known before or you haven't seen before and there, there it is receive it come on uh, whoa oh, Jesus come on pray in the spirit oh
the Spirit. Uh, Jesus. Jesus. Come on. Uh, oh. oh, Jesus. Oh. Come on, pray in the Spirit. Oh, Shandra, Maya, Trama, Seke, Trema. The Lord has given you a powerful testimony. I see you with a, a chainsaw. And I see you breaking chains in the spirit. And I see you like breaking things. Like you have a smashing anointing. And that's the anointing you carry. You have a smashing anointing. You, you were a, a fighter in the world. You, you were involved in many like as, uh, in your past. Uh, I see a lot of anger. I see a lot of stuff. A lot of issues. You were fighting a lot in the in the world. I'm not talking now. I'm talking in the world. You were a fighter. You used to like bully people and get up in people's faces, and that was like your like you had that boldness. But the Lord is now turning that around, and you are a street evangelist. The Lord has given you an anointing. To like get up on you're not afraid of any demons you're not afraid you have a ministry of deliverance and God has anointed you to restore the broken and set the captives free you have that anointing to smash to smash come on raise your hands bringing you to a strong place of faith the Lord is renewing your love your first love he's renewing your faith he is renewing your faith yes you the Lord says you're my daughter you're my precious daughter and even though the enemy has been lying to you and speaking lies in your ears and saying look at you look at you look at the losses look at the time you've wasted look at the time that it's gone by and you haven't done anything but the lord says don't listen to the enemy for i have given you a treasure i have given you an anointing i have given you a a value the lord says you are valuable 
you are valuable you are worth my precious blood and even though the enemy has been lied really stepping on your identity really stepping on your self-esteem today I see the Lord Jesus healing you and I see the Lord Jesus doing an open-heart surgery and touching you and healing your heart and bringing you out of that place of brokenness into a place of strength and power in Jesus name come on pray in the spirit oh, Come on, pray in the spirit. Oh, oh, Jesus. Somebody's neck. God is healing somebody's neck. Right now, receive your healing. Let the healing come forth in Jesus' name. Move your neck. Swing your neck around. For the Lord is healing your neck right now. Somebody's vision. The Lord is healing your vision. And I want you to place your hands on your eyes. And believe God for your healing. For this is a house of miracles. And the Lord is going to open your eyes. And you'll be able to see without the aid of glasses. In the name of Jesus. I pray that you are healed. I pray that blindness will go away. That any cataracts that you may have. Will disappear in the mighty name of Jesus someone's ear right now receive your healing the fire is drilling through your ears and the Spirit of God is healing your hearing even though you could hear partially the Lord is restoring your hearing and your hearing is coming back to a hundred percent to a place of that default the Lord says I have created you with perfect hearing and I'm gonna give it back to you so somebody's hearing it's being restored right now as I'm speaking I see the Lord sending an angel and placing that angel's fingers in your ears and the fire is coming through your ears oh, 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 Jesus doing something new in your heart the Lord is removing all the stuff all the stuff that has been holding you down all the stuff all the heavy burdens all the stuff that has been crushing your spirit the Lord is removing all of that the Lord is giving you peace the Lord says you worry too much and the Lord says don't worry that I'm, I'm, I'm here I'm standing by your side I'm doing something new I'm removing the burdens 
I'm removing the burdens and I see the Lord just crowning you with a new authority with greater faith with greater power with greater boldness something you knew before but something you haven't walked in for a quite a long time and now the Lord is baptizing you again come on pray in the spirit because you carry that anointing you are a deep well and the Lord is reopening your well and you are going to see a mighty awakening Jesus there has been a scheme oh And the Lord is breaking that off you now because you are going to be a mighty messenger and you are going to impact a community of people that many have no access to but you are going to be a testimony to them and you're going to be a voice and your boldness is going to shine out of you there is going to be a river of living water for the Lord is purifying you for the Lord is refining you for the Lord is preparing you for such a time as this so I break that scheme off you in Jesus name come on pray in the spirit fire oh fire come on pray in the spirit oh oh Raise your hands. You are an eagle in the spirit. You'll be able to see through and you'll be able to land in strategic places because the Lord is going to have you go from here to there and there to here and it's going to be like a season of a, like flying to different spots of revival. You have this eagle anointing. You have this like this ability to see in the spirit. You have this gift of discernment. You can test the spirit. You can test the spirit. And you've been very much very careful and very weary because you don't want to be hindered by anything that is not of God. But the Lord says, I'm protecting you for you have a prophetic spirit in you. You have the spirit of Hoshnamate Katurumo. Come on, begin to pray in the spirit. You have the spirit of Esther. The Lord has given you that anointing to lead a new generation of prophetic people that are going to step out in boldness. You have that boldness. You have that discernment. So step out and do what God is calling you to do. Don't hesitate anymore. Don't hold back anymore. You've been holding back for quite some time. And God says, do it now. Don't wait anymore. But do it. I, I see the Lord almost like pushing you. Like, you know, when the eagle is ready to fly. 
but the eaglet is not quite ready and, 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 and the eagle is feeling a little you know a little unsure and the mother eagle comes and uh, smacks the eaglet and uh, throws the eaglet out of the nest and I see the Lord doing that with you the Lord is not smacking you but literally like off you go come on come on pray the spirit of oh come on pray the spirit your prophetic gift use your prophetic gift God is going to restore what the enemy stole from you you went through a season of losses you lost a few things you look back and you say I wish I could have if I would have the Lord says stop and the Lord says stop and stop saying that stop saying I wish I could have I would have you will no longer say that but you now you're going to look forward and you're going to embrace your present you're going to embrace now you're going to embrace the blessings that i'm going to give you now don't look back anymore don't look back anymore for you will learn the mistakes of the past but you are going to use them and turn them into blessings god is going to use you in this season and he's going to bless you and he is going to restore restore come on church pray in the spirit restore the losses restore the losses put your hands Praying the Spirit, oh, come on, praying the Spirit, oh, oh, Jesus, Jesus, done amazing things in your life you're standing here because God's hand has been upon you from day one the enemy has attempted against your life over and over and over again because you have an assignment a God assignment 
And the enemy wants to strip that off you and steal it and take it away. He wants to take away that joy, but the Lord says he can't because there is an anointing in you. You have this anointing. You're a fighter. You're not a quitter. You are in the spirit like Joshua. God's giving you that anointing. Whoa! There's a mantle in your life and nothing is going to overcome the blessing that God has destined for you. Nothing is going to take that away. Nothing is going to listen to me. Nothing and no one is going to steal the blessing that God has for you. Because you are, the Lord says, chosen for this hour. You've seen miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. And God's hand has been upon you all these years. You have been spared from many things. I see like, like this, almost like a scheme, like accidents, like things going wrong, like things just not working out, like things just turning and flipping around. And you're like, whoa, what happened here? That has been a scheme and I'm breaking that off now in Jesus' name. Come on, I'm breaking that off now in Jesus' name. I canceling that scheme of the enemy Whoa. oh Jesus Jesus What happened to your hearing? What happened? <laughs> Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! Wow. Shandra Makotro Moshetre Mandro Boshe Yamasotro Mole Yeshereve I see the flag of the UK wrapped around you. You've been an intercessor for this nation. You've been an intercessor for a long time. You've been interceding and praying and weeping and crying. You've been a Jeremiah. All these years, you've been a Jeremiah. And God has given you a burden to see revival. You're going to see it with your own eyes. You're going to see it with your own eyes. Hallelujah. Come on, give Jesus praise. Give Jesus praise. Give Jesus praise.
you do evangelism you do community work you help the community you do uh, you, you you help a lot of people a lot of broken people yeah thank you Jesus that's what the Lord is showing me that's who you are but you're about to step into something bigger and deeper you're not just going to be a worker out there in the community, helping the community, but you're going to give them hope. Hope. You will preach the gospel to them. In Jesus' name. How many of you rejoice for tonight? Amen. Whoa. How many of you rejoice for tonight? Come on. Jesus. The very presence of Jesus is in this place. And this church shall be known as a place of supernatural happenings. People are going to come and see the wheelchairs. They're going to see the walking canes. They're going to see. It's going to become like a museum of the supernatural. I mean, I mean it. Oh! Come on, give God the glory. My brother, John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And the first voice that he heard was like the sound of a trumpet. And then a door opened in heaven. And he heard a voice saying, come up here. And you have traveled a long way for one weekend in the UK. Because God said, you came here, and I have opened a new door for you. And you have a new door in the heavenlies. And you will find revelation knowledge flowing like you have not experienced before. You have a new door because you were obedient to travel so far for one weekend in the UK. God has given you a new key and has opened a new door and new revelation knowledge is flowing into your ministry from this time on in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for mighty signs, wonders, and miracles, and all that you have done in, in this place tonight. We thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Father. And we thank you for your glory being released in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you as you go. Come tomorrow. All of you bring 10 people with you. In Jesus' name. Amen.